Yeah, so we're talking about the movie Kate. This was an okay movie. I'm not sure how you feel about this movie. It's kind of like a middle of the road from critics. Um, I don't know what your opinion is. What was your rating for this? How would you rate this movie? This movie was, I would say, maybe a seven. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Kate, right? Yeah, Kate, yeah. Um, actually, no, Well, then, just, Kate, yeah. I want to move that to nine. Okay. You really, you really liked the movie, huh? Yeah, I did, actually. Well, let's see. For ratings, it got like a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes for its, and audience score at 50%. Oh. So I guess it was middle of the road between, uh, like, for its overall prediction. Mm. Like, it, it was, you know, it was directed by uh, Cedric Nicholas Troyan. Um, producer was David Leach. So David Leach, he's a director uh, for John Wick, you know, and he's a director of um, Atomic Blonde and Deadpool. So, like, he's one. Of, he's one of the three producers for this thing. So, in terms okay. of so, so in terms of like demanding an action stunts, I mean, you, you know, there's a high caliber here. So, with the quality mm-hmm. of the visuals, you knew that was going on. You know, uh, this was exclusively for Netflix. So, I guess it was. You know, it wasn't meant for a theatrical. Re- well, it had a theatrical release, but I think because of the times, it had like a limited window. Okay, but it's, yeah, it it was released. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a limited release. It was released in theaters on September 10th and it was streaming same day, September mm-hmm. 10th, on Netflix. It was written by Umar Alim, who has done not a lot of stuff. I mean, his only screening right cre- Oh, Extraction. That's what the Russo Brothers did after Endgame was Extraction. Then they did Cherry with Tom Holland. But for screenwriting, eh, you know, you gave this a nine. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, it's rated R, and uh, and I give this movie, I will give this movie a five. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I give it a five. five. Um, but it was rated R for bloody violence, uh, language throughout. It's considered an action adventure genre, and um, you know, it's Netflix. So, so I, that's where I saw it. it was on Netflix, and I guess you did too. Mm. Not a lot of people saw it in theaters because popcorn nobody went. Uh, you know, so what was your double feature? My double feature, mm-hmm. um, for me, it w- looked like red. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Bruce Willis movie. Uh, yeah. Why'd you say that? Well, the spe- special effects were awesome. Um, I liked the fact, oh, it's him and maybe, uh, he's always trying like to get away from him. Mm-hmm. you know yeah it was yeah well done cars and everything it was an okay movie to be honest with you well, i would the, say maybe six now the, well, the car chase them like she's driving off i mean that was pretty intense like you know even when it flipped it was captured in a very like i don't know if the word surreal is the good word to use but like you could feel that the camera's like right next to the car as it flips so the cgi yeah. was the angles of the car accident it's quite intense, you know. Mm-hmm. It feels almost like a video game, the way it's like neon lit, but it was also has a very cool, <laughs> intimate feel. So that's something that's really interesting in terms of special, no, no. in terms of special effects. I, I think that whole uh, car uh, trace through um, through the city was pretty intense. So yeah, okay. uh, for me, this reminds me of uh, DOA, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the one with Meg Meg Ryan and um, Dennis Quaid movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the not the martial arts like cheesy movie, but like 
but yeah so that's what that reminds me of and uh that yeah and uh the reason why is because of the nature of the story plot is very it's almost for beat by beat the same because because it's a cliche um of of an idea that's been done before but what makes it different is that it's using cliche tropes but Mm -hmm. in a way that it's but making it into an action film than just being a dramatic uh, film. So it's it's adding a different genre to something that's not been done before in that sense. Um, So let's get into the email bag. Buford, mailbag song, hit it! Letters. I get letters. So many letters. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, I have an email from Keith Q. Uh, Keith writes, this was one of those really good action movies that really had a strong emotional pull. Uh, to it as well. I all, I thoroughly enjoy this picture and would recommend it to anyone. The strong female protagonist, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, did an, an amazing job for this role and was perfectly cast. Oh, and he gave it four out of five stars. So I guess he really did enjoy this. Yeah, I guess. Eh? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of carnage and action and Winstead fills the part well enough. It's just the inspired script by Umar Aline that saps any true enjoyment. My opinion is that it was good with that girl trying to get away from the Yakuza. That was okay, but it was just too violent for me. In my opinion, I'd give it maybe like a six, to be honest. So you go from nine to six now? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it dropped actually. Well, you know, mm-hmm. it, yeah. How about you? What do you think? I gave about it a five. Violence? Oh, the oh, violence. Okay. It doesn't. Well, I gave it. I gave it a five. It, uh, is that the? I mean, the violence is okay. Actually, the violence is probably the best part that makes it stand out because you're seeing her do it. Like it's if you want something that's very pro feminist. I mean, women doing carrying their own. Women, women taking charge and. You know, yeah. you know, being assertive, uh, then that's, you know, it's like Atomic Blonde. It's a, it's a strong uh, female. I don't know if I'd call it empowerment because the, the nature of the story, but she's taking control of her life and, you know, you know, kicking butt and taking numbers. So uh, it's very, it's a women feel action movie. And um, Mary Elizabeth, who has done like um, Grindhouse movies, like Death Proof and some really interesting move i mean she played huntress in the birds of prey you know so she is familiar with working with leech and doing these stunts and working on these elaborate sets she's been in hollywood for a number of years now so uh it, it, this it, in terms of that i i think it's 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 well done i mean her performance her per action prowess it was believable i bought into her her role you know so uh that that's that's a saving grace for this movie okay you know, it's cool. It's very much on the John Wick theme. And of course, Lee Chu's producer of this, or the executive producer, I think, is one of four. Um, you can see his fingerprints are on this. You know, that's why he took this project to be, be part of. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, and I think that's it's, and that's why it has a, a place as being part of the John or the Wickian or Wick um, pantheon, if you will, you know? Mm. Yeah, for sure. And Omar Alim, as you alluded to uh, in the email, I mean, he his last film, that he, well, he only wrote two things. It was this and Extraction, which was the Russo Brothers for movie. Yeah, uh, that was uh, good. 
Helmsworth. That's an intense action film. There's very little dialogue and more action. You know, so I don't know how you would write an action movie. I don't even the concept of writing. It's all visual cues. So mm-hmm. I'm interested. I would like to see that script. I don't know how, cool. how thick that was or how thin it would be. And it took almost a, half a decade for that to be made. So, or four years, roughly four years. Uh, and he made about 10 grand for that script. Hey, that's all right. You know, for a first time, you know, that's okay. And then I think uh, the second one probably got a lot more. So, cool. good for him. Cool. All right. Let's uh, play a clip of the movie Kate. Jesus, Kate, what happened to you? I missed. I think I was poisoned before the hit. V, who was the target? The grand honcho of the Yakuza. How much time do I have? 14 hours, maybe 15. Who are you? I'm Kate. Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I'm your host, Ray. I'm Abby. And every, what are we looking at today? We're looking at Kate today. That's right. The action movie exclusively on Netflix. Uh, it is stars Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. And Evie, uh, what were your thoughts of this movie? Kate was really violent. Had special effects were amazing, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and just to get an idea of like the general establishment of what this movie is. So where does this movie take place? This movie takes place in japan exactly uh this is one of the few films that that takes place the entire movie takes place in japan uh, in mm-hmm. various cities but mostly in the japan. mecca of japan yeah and okay and just to give us an idea of like uh what is the motivation for kate in this movie like what is making her do what she's doing well the japanese um criminals Mm -hmm. Um, are going after Kate because um, they're doing a hit on her. So that's what it is about throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was a good movie. Special effects were good, but not much of a story or anything like that. Um, Yeah, and that's it, really. No, you got it. It's like, it's really straightforward. I mean, you know what the plot is and that's what it is. Like there's no, there's no twist. I mean, there is a twist, but like in terms of like her motivation, I mean, you know, you know, she, it's, it's very finite and it's on a time frame. you know? Um, It's a revenge movie. Basically it's a revenge uh, and she has to, and she, and she's the one who wants to get the revenge, you know, and she doesn't, she doesn't know who, who, who's behind it. And it's her trying to figure it out. Uh, this film, uh, for me, reminded me of uh, Leon's The Professional, the one from uh, Luc Besson, because, okay. um, you know, this Nat- the Natalie Portman's character in a way where it's like a young girl, you know, uh, she gets involved with a hitman and wants to learn the craft. You know, this would be like, uh, in her case, it'd be like the next generation, like years later, because her character, her parents were killed. You know, she met Woody Helson's character. And she became a hit woman, a, a mercenary. So if you were looking at it in that lens, you would see it as being the continuation of that story. Uh, if, uh, if the hitman view was still around and if she was still in the, in the business and if it had a happier ending, so to speak, uh, I could see this being an extension of that story. In fact, there's lines given by, a specific line given by Woody Harrelson that, that really 
like basically borrows from a line given by Gary Oldman in the movie The Professional, you know. Mm-hmm. So and, and done and done in the exact same um, emphasis. So it's it was almost you could tell it was like a homage uh, to that movie. It was an influence to this to this movie. Um, uh, did you see any parallels in other movies besides you know your double feature? Like, did you see anything else that that, that was familiar to you or um, or no? I did the I what I saw mm-hmm. was the um, movie with um, Angelina Jolie where she was driving a car throughout the whole thing. I can't remember the name. I know that um, it has Angelina Gone in sixty seconds with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. Okay. Uh, who would you recommend this story to? Like, this is an adult theme, um, but like, who, who, who would the audience? When the audience would, I give us maybe like somebody who's maybe 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's very violent too, but mm-hmm. it is a good movie and the story's not bad. What did you think about the violence in Kate? Um, would you say that it's overdone or no i think it's proportionate i think um because she is i mean as the movie is progressing you're seeing her her damage to her body like what's happening to her if you know what's what her motivation is and you've seen what's the effect of the of that on her chest you, you start seeing it um mm-hmm. then the violence is perpetual is perpetuated by the, by the urgency of the and it's like a ticking clock like because it's, there's a, a ticking clock a biological ticking clock in this case, um, mm-hmm. it's a metaphorical one. Um, the violence is necessitated by her time. It's gripping in the sense that this is what's making her do what she's going to do. And she is, um, uh, she's becoming a little bit more reckless, but she's still very, very focused, you know? And uh, mm-hmm. I like the way it's it's done that way. Cause it's, it's more of a detective show trying to figure out, you know, the kind of the whodunit. Is what motivates it, but in terms of the violence, it's sort of like crafted into the, in a way that it's sort of uh, a controlled violence, and, and she's only targeting specifics. It's not blind violence, so, mm. so that's how. I okay, like it. yeah, cool. Well, uh, well, that's it. It's really short and simple. Uh, well, thanks for watching. We'll be back next week. This is part of the John Wick Wednesdays. We'll be back on Friday with a brand new show. So, with that, I'm Ray, and I'm Effie. We'll talk to you soon. Who poisoned me? Uh, I only followed us. Movie orders. How do I get to him? It doesn't surface ever. Somebody knows. Hey, let go of me! What's wrong with you? I need to find the people that did this to me. I won't make it an hour without my help. I can help you get them. You're gonna know I was here. Who? Everyone. Kate, you're like that person in a nightmare.